Terrible Warriors on a Friday? Wait a second, this is not a Terrible Warrior episode, it's the second episode of the Cambridge Chronicles! What is the Cambridge Chronicles? It's our new spin-off show, a dedicated feed to one game that Mike Dodd continues to play to this day, as his friends met in his house in Guelph to play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Then they kept playing, and they kept playing, and we're finally doing a long-form game. The first four episodes will be released along with all of our other shows here at the Terrible Warrior feed, but when that preview is done, if you want to continue to follow the Chronicles, you'll want to head Head to terriblewarriors.com slash Cambridge Chronicles and subscribe to the new RSS feed for our new podcast. They have almost a hundred more episodes already recorded and continue to record every week. So you're guaranteed that there is a lot more to come. This is part two of our preview of the Cambridge Chronicles, a new podcast by the Terrible Warriors. Throughout the ages... There have been heroes and warriors who've embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors. Today, legends are told from the tales of our terrible warriors. Chronicles of an unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed only with their dice, some pretty stupid ideas, and a horseshoe up their butt as they come together to save the day in The Cambridge Chronicles. Seriously? You couldn't find anyone better? Welcome back to Terrible Warriors. I am your dungeon master, Mike the Birdman Dodd from ThisWeekInGeek.net, and we return to Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. I still haven't came up with a name for this game. I'm working on it in my head because, as I said last episode in our Patreon exclusive debrief, I'm making it up as I go along. So let's see what happens when these guys dive back into my sandbox of Cambridge which is a city located north of Waterdeep along the Sword Coast in Faerun. If I'm getting some of this geography wrong, you know what? Fuck you. I'm new to this. Um, <laughs> I'm learning D&D history. But I'm not alone, clearly, as we venture through the streets and alleyways of Cambridge. I am joined with... Alex the Bearfucker. David Double D Dennis. And AJ the St. Bernard. All right there. So when we last left our adventuring party, they had just left Lord Kilsh's throne room and were heading outside the manor's walls to discuss, well, what's the plan now, guys? Yeah, and I had said that I wanted to investigate what was going on with the dog in the center of the town. that Because okay. uh, it was out of character for the dog to be barking as much as it was. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're going to head to the center of town? Yeah. You, you, any objections? No, I think that's where we were going, right? Yeah, right. we were, were going to go. Yeah, yeah because it wasn't nighttime yet, so there was no reason to go talk to the, the local bars or, bars or, 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 or uh, buskers or anything because it's still midday, right? Yeah, it's probably no later than maybe, maybe one o'clock. So okay. the sun is high in the sky, but it's starting to... It is starting to cloud over. You can probably feel a little bit of rain in the air. Okay, so we head to the center of town, <coughs> and I'm looking for the dog that's been barking mysteriously at the well, you said. Okay, roll me investigation, which is the closest thing we have to a search roll, or perception, either or. All right. I shall roll a perception. Give you one second here. Da-da-da-da-da. 
11. All right, so you start looking for the dog. You don't see it just yet. Okay. Normally, like I said, it's it, it's around by the well, always barking at it. But for today, for some reason, you don't see it, and uh, that strikes you as just a little bit queer. No, don't see it. Do I hear it? You don't hear it either. And are there people around at all? Uh, yeah, you see people. Like, you see the, the flower girl selling flowers, the okay. guy selling stuff from his fish cart, stuff like that. So the I, usual I, hustle and bustle. I, I turn to them and say, has anybody seen the dog? He's like, oh, that yappy thing? Not yet today. Why? You looking for something to kick? I know I am. It ate half my fish last week. Stupid animal. And, I'm, and in my head, I'm thinking, that's mean. I like puppies. So, Angor the fishmonger. He's, uh. Um, Angor the fishmonger? Yeah. Well, that's what you call people who sell fish. Fishmongers. But it, it's, it sounds like he's he's some sort of, uh, like, like half show. Man, half fish. No, he, or he's a shogun. And he, <laughs> and he controls all of, the, all of the fish markets. He's one of the more gruff half orc fishermen that happen to populate Cambridge. What? Why? I, okay, I gotta ask a question. Why yes. is everyone a half orc in Cambridge? Are they Not all, all that ugly? A lot of the working class people. Uh, exactly. A lot it. of the working class are half orcs. If you've been, if you've been, been to Cambridge, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Are half orcs. Oh. I'm from Welland. Holes. They're all orcs. Full orcs. So <laughs> no, I'm used to it, but. I guess it would be the, the uh, merchant class or are mostly half orcs. Yeah, you see a lot of laborers or half orcs, and most of them are good people. Hmm. Okay, and I'm, I'm going. Strange things are happening. To me, well, check out do the do well. Do do. All right, so, roll yeah. me uh, search or investigation or perception, either or. Okay, well, everybody can, can do it. I can perception this. Sure. Whee! Twelve. Okay. Um, Again. What do I have? Perception. It's in alphabetical order. So that would just be my wisdom. Ten. Ten, okay. Alright, I'll roll mine. Alright. Mighty fine looking well. Sixteen. Alright, you hear noises coming from down inside the well. Do they sound? Now, normally you hear like water swishing around because, you know, the sewers are down there. But, um, no, you hear noise. Would it be... Because I'm a friend of many animals, does it sound like a normal animal that I would know? Nothing. It's nothing not, you would know. It basically it don't sound like no rat you've ever heard does of. It sound like is there any like metallic sounds, clinging, clanging, that sort of thing? You hear rhythmic sounds. Rhythmic sounds. I turn. I turn to our resident metallic. Uh, I I turn to our resident musical expert. <laughs> Am I so I'm listening yeah. for the rhythm? Yeah, yeah you listen to the I rhythm. Guess. Ever so faintly you hear music. Ever so faint and I mean you really gotta strain your ear to hear it. You just hear oh, but you can hear something inside floating inside up from the well. <laughs> yes, you hear Ricky Martin. The evil Elvis version of Ricky Martin. The funny part of that is if you watch the music video, it looks like he's underwater in it, too. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, you actually know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> My God, did we dig deep for that one. <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, you hear stuff from down the well, and as far as you know, the city's sewers are, they're just that. They're sewers, wa- and, they're, uh, and they're the aqueducts. 
You know there's a Thieves Guild in town. You've never seen it? You're not that cool? I'm not that cool, but I, I know people that are connected to it, right? That that or I know I know from people that are connected to it that that's why they've left me alone is because you don't bother them, they don't bother you. I don't bother them, they don't bother them and uh, and all the whole hero of the village thing. All right, so if you wanted to go searching for the scumbag of town, where would you go? Your place? No. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> well, I'm thinking we could we should Maybe go into the sewers, but not jump down right into this I mean, well. Like, look for the entrance of the aqueduct or I something. I was going to say, I would fit down the well, but I'm not about to go jumping in head first. Especially because everyone in the town is going to see us jump into this well. They're like, well. what the hell are you doing? Did <laughs> I throw him in the well? <laughs> <laughs> Little Timmy's in the well. Yeah. No, let's... let's and Lassie with the droopy eye. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go look for like the entrance to the the sewage system. I guess system. it would be the uh, well. We'll go see whoever is the town's public Sewer utilities master. worker. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, yes, the public You'd works go... department of yep. Cambridge. All right, so you go <laughs> find one. Give me uh, investigation. Let's see who you would look for that. Someone else can do that, please. Investigation. I follow. Yep. All, All right. right, sure. <laughs> I got a six. <laughs> Ouch! I'm, all right, Dave. I'm it's all up to you. Or is or is it? I I go looking Look, for. I have a thirteen. All right, so you kind of get the idea. Well, you're kind of looking around. I'm scratching my head trying to figure out what the guy's name was again. <laughs> you can't remember it. You get a bit of an ins- inspiration in the back of your head, thinking, "Well, it is about lunchtime. Where's the ritziest looking place? Where would a city worker go?" Not the ritziest place. No, well, no. The, the, <laughs> the best sandwich in yeah, town. Yeah, the best. Oh, basically, okay. where where do the public works people hang out, sort of thing? Now you guys have have a clue. The Bears Den. Well, no, I'm more of a dinner place. Well, yeah, yeah. I you're a bed and the breakfast. bear fucker would know where <laughs> dinner and breakfast only. Don't hey, you get the it? Bear fucker, where's the best dinner place? Lunch place. There well, is oh, a yeah, place here in place. town. Fast Eddie's. <laughs> there is a place here in town. Um, the name is unpronounceable to you because it's Elvish. Huh. These the, it translates literally to the glittering leaf. But it's one of the more high end established. It's basically Kilsh takes care of people that he considers special there. Sort of like you guys eat here. This is your mess hall, but people who are who've earned his favor can also eat there. So essentially, I've been there a couple times, but I don't know the name of it. Yeah, basically, you're like it's it's not my thing. Like I've been inv- invited to to like special banquet dinners and stuff. Yeah, basically, yeah, as like a formality. Yeah, huh. I can. Read I'm like, the well, there's this. Yep. So you can yeah. read the sign. <laughs> so. You walk across town to the Glittering Leaf, which is right near sort of the outskirts, getting near the dock area, but it's protected by, like, a perimeter wall. It's very, like I said, it's very, very nice. It's got statues outside of it of these elves sort of holding hands and whatnot. Um, You can hear a din coming from the kitchen. You hear someone shouting orders and whatnot. And uh, as you guys approach... um, an elven guard decides to step out from just inside or from just behind one of the uh, walls. He's like, "Can I help you guys?" I'll kind of duck back a little. Dargo's like, "You're a little bit out of your district." Uh, Lord Kilsh invite you. What'd you say? 
He uh, looks at you. He speaks. Sorry, I was speaking Elvish. He looks at you in the common tongue. He has to overpronunciate everything. He's like, "Did Lord Kilsh call you here? Why are you here?" I am here, big. <laughs> uh, I answer with, uh, "We're we were sent at the behest of the lore of Lord Kilsh to investigate uh, a matter of great importance, and uh, to do so, we have to speak with the uh, public works official." He's like, "I think Dungern's in. Dungern. Come on in." That's what it was. Dungern. I forgot. All right. So <laughs> you, sounds like dung. All right. So you walk into the glittering leaf, and it's, like I say, you see, it's nothing but elves. High elves, wood elves. It's a very, very, very much a race-based bar. You guys They're walk in. So everybody just looks. Any of us. We're they all, all just, just like, like conversations are going. There's laughing. There's a bar in the corner. There's a band. They so all just kind of stop. Like you. But they're really going to hate me because of how I look. <laughs> and they're probably wondering... They, some of them would know who I am. They're like, what's he doing here with them? Yeah, like, they all just kind of stop. Everything, but he stops talking for a second. And then they go back to their conversations. A um, The front of the house host comes out. And he's like, what can I do for you, Jenny? He's a small wood elf. He's got on very, very, very fine clothes. But he looks very flustered. Because he's like, what are you doing here? But okay. what can I do for like you? The guy from Ferris Bueller? Yeah, sort of like, <laughs> like, like, like that big kind of snooty look. Sausage King. I, uh, <laughs> I tell him, don't worry, we're going to get out of your hair. We'll be out of here very quickly. Uh, but we just have to speak with... Dungern. Dungern, the public works official. So Dungern, you see him sitting over the table. He's a bigger elf. And when I mean big, I'm not talking built like a bodybuilder. No, he's fat. Fat, he's overweight. You can tell he's taking every advantage Lord's Kilsh has given him. He's sitting there. He's got his pants kind of undone. He's, like, having, like, the biggest, like, piece of meat you can imagine. Probably the last dire bear steak in the city. Okay. And he's like, oh, Dargo, tell me you brought more. <laughs> he just looks at you and he's just and I just kind of out of it. I, okay, I tell him that I didn't bring any with me right now, but I've got him down uh, for a stake on the house if he can help me out with something. He's like, you know, for you, Dargo, you make my job so much easier. Nine times out of ten. And I tell you what, let me pull up my pants. We'll get out of here. Whatever you need. So he waves like the bar wench to come over and clear off the table. And he's like, all right. So he does up his pants, does up his official-looking shirt. It's about two sizes too small. I would be looking at him in disgust. Yeah, you're not impressed with this guy. <laughs> no. You kind of wonder if he has a lower charisma than you. <laughs> <laughs> One, because he's a fat elf. Oh, he's a doesn't slob. Happen. And two, elves don't eat meat. Oh. Which is very odd for him. So. But, but, and I, and I, I turn and go, remember, he works with poo all day. Uh. <laughs> he also could be a half-elf. You're not entirely sure, too. Mm -hmm. It's true. Which makes him even worse. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, you get to hang in here with all the elves and no one bats you and I? What? Whose dick did you suck? Um, all right, so 
Dungern comes outside. He's like, all right. So what do you need, Dargan? Uh, ask him if he's noticed any weird sounds in the well. Uh, that we were... I sort of bring up to speed with the... We're looking the for, situation? We're looking for... Yeah, situation. Because he, he would be probably on an, on the need-to-know basis as well. Because they would have asked him... I'm assuming... I'm not, I'm not trying to speak for you, but I'm assuming they would have... Uh, he would have been informed to check the, the sewer system for uh, for the daughter, right? Initially. Yeah, he's he, he looks at you and goes, I'll be honest with you, boyos. I don't send my work crews down into the deep, the deep wells anymore. Too many dire rats, man. Too many giant spiders. Too much. He looks at you and goes, there's some freaky stuff down there. I don't know about you. I saw a centipede the size. He points at that statue, and it's about six feet tall. I've seen centipedes that big down there. And I'm not talking carrion crawlers. No, I'm talking centipedes. Can you imagine how big the carrion crawlers are? Uh-uh. I don't send my crews down there. Yeah. But you're right, though. Something is weird going on down there. We've had more than a few crews refuse to go down there. And I, and I also ask him if he's seen the scruffy dog that's been around here, but it's always around. He kind of he kind of looks kind of cockeyed. He goes, you know, now that you think of it, no, actually. I haven't seen it for a couple of days. A couple of days. We he's like, it. I thought I heard it the other night. I was going to say, because we saw the dog the night before, or the day before when we came into town. Mm-hmm. But we were the last people to see the dog, apparently, then. So he's like, huh. Okay. And I ask him if we could have the keys to the maintenance access. Well, so we we can do a sweep for him, uh, and in return, you already promised him a mistake. I'm going to so. give him a mistake. <laughs> yeah, he's going to give us the key. But I also want, just for myself, <laughs> uh, I want uh, one of his. I want a plus one coupon to, to go into the the uh, roll of persuasion check on yeah. this one. <laughs> All right. He's like, I don't know, Dargo. That's a it's a pretty tall order. They let me there, and I'm not one of the dandelion eaters. He kind of strokes his ears. He's 17. like, I'm seventeen. He goes, Well, if a half breed like me is good in there to shit in their toilets, then you're good enough to come on in there and eat with me. So. All right. I'll so see now, that now I've got it in for one time that I want to go and eat eat well. All right, so uh, Dungern tells you where to go. He tells you to go towards the outskirts of the city. You got to go down by the docks, and then there's the entrance to the aqueducts. So you can make docks. your way in. Okay, these these are the docks that we've been told about. Yeah. All right, so sketchy part of town. I was going to say uh, I thrive in the sketchy part of town. So I should where always the other tieflings be, usually hang out. I should always be in the sketchy part of town just because <laughs> of how I look. All right, so you guys begin to make your way down and towards... And I'm assuming we have all of our equipment, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys are loaded up with your armor and everything? Yeah. Okay, okay so you look like an adventuring party. <laughs> so you are turning a few heads, but not necessarily a lot, because you are wearing your adventuring gear. You're wearing your holy vestments, I presume? It's, uh, I'm actually in, uh, scale mail. Scale mail, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I look like I have gear, like, you look shield, like, mace, like. So you might be mistaken for a fighter. Except everything's adorned with, like, holy symbols. Okay, so people know <laughs> you're either a cleric or a fighter. Yeah, even maybe a paladin. Yeah, maybe even a paladin, right. 
So as you approach the uh, the outskirts of the city, the city's buildings become a little more run down. They become a little more scummy. You can start to see people dumping chamber pots out their windows. You hear people having arguments inside houses, stuff like that. You see kids running all over the streets. Various races. You don't see a lot of elven kids. You see a lot of human half-orcs. Some of that. The odd dwarf. But just basically, the kids run the streets, so to speak. But you also see a lot of the dock workers unloading ships and whatnot, because Cambridge is a port town. So you come to the edge of where the aqueducts begins. It's, it's this huge stone, uh, basically it's like an entryway. So it's like 30 feet across, like 10, 10 15 feet high. It leads under Cambridge, under the city. Um, for the most part, it's safe. For the most part. But there have been rumors of the occasional ghoul getting down there and grabbing people who don't can't necessarily afford a place to sleep. <laughs> so, what are you going to do? Well, we open up, we unlock it, get in there, right? Yep, so you open up the gate, you swing in. We don't need any torches, we don't need any lights, we can see as yeah, it, as it is. good, yeah. All three of us. <laughs> Alright, so you guys begin to walk into we this sh- we place. We still have them with us, though, just in case, because if we need colors... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, we have, I have an adventurer's kit. Uh, well, mine doesn't Or a traveler's kit, it's called, I think. Might so be, you, yeah. So you begin to walk into the aqueducts, and it smells mostly of fresh water. You can start to smell the sewer as you get a little bit deeper in from some of the side tunnels. So it's not stinking like poo gas just yet, but definitely there's the unpleasant undersmell of shit. So. Lovely. Lovely. Oh, yeah. It's... You're going to want to do laundry later. Eau de toilette. Yeah, eau de toilette. <laughs> Let's just say it's clinging to your hair. Oh, it's never, um, never going to come out of my bare fur. <laughs> oh. So as you're kind of trotting through the water, um, you come to a four-way fork in the road. Uh, actually, everybody roll me um, what... I guess this would be investigation. be the closest thing to knowledge. For what? Um, where you are in the city, as opposed to the well. Uh... Yeah. Intelligence, so 11 plus 2, 13. 13. Yep. Do like a perception, sort of. Yep, if you can figure that out. Can, like, yeah. Guesstimating yeah. where you huh. are. 19. Oh. Well, Dargo has... 21, a, or 22. 21. So, so you two are able to figure out pretty much exactly where you are. Uh, you're working your way under the city. After about ten minutes or so, you pass through a few more tunnels. You have to pass through a few of the sewer side tunnels. Um, actually, hold on a moment. I need to check something. Are Lila's parents down here? I wonder. <laughs> All right, give me a second. They're under New New Cambridge. New New Cambridge. Stupid thing. If someone ever makes a new Cambridge, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm looking up something. Cambridge has fast eddies, and that's all I care about. Everything else. What the else heck there. is a fast eddies? Oh boy, it's good, Adrian. Yeah, Canadian fast food. And it's huh. over in like Cambridge. Like nine nights hamburgers, uh, but like, think of what McDonald's would have been in the '60s. Oh, okay. Like that, and oh, they wow. have crazy fries. Crazy fries are French fries with a bit of a chili sauce, not, like not like a chunky chili, but like a chili flavored sauce, and then they squirt uh, cheese on it that's sort of like nacho cheese. Okay. 
So it's a unique sort of. It's not poutine. It's not chili fries. It's chili cheese fries. Sort of, but a little different. Yeah. And, there is, and it's like nacho cheese fries almost. Yeah. Like not. Yeah. It's like a salsa instead of a chili. Yeah, maybe? but it is a chili. Okay. But it's the consistency of nacho cheese. Can everybody roll me a Constitution save? For the listeners, it's, de- it's delicious, by the way. And I'm assuming this Constitution save is because if we're going to throw up from the smell. You'll some- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. You tell me. Uh, I have a 15. Okay, so you pass. Uh, 19. You pass. Damn. All right, Dargo. So <laughs> as you're wading through literally shit water at times. Oh, it clings to my fur, doesn't it? <laughs> clings to your fur. You start to, you're looking at your some of your fur. You're like, oh, man, this might be ruined. Boots <laughs> with the fur. <laughs> but as you do, you start to feel a little bit gross, a little bit fatigued. Actually, actually you got a bit of a muscle cramp, actually. Owie. So you're like, ugh. You're just kind of, you're, you're just kind of. Passing it off as it's just it's gross. I need to get out of here. So after a few more minutes happens, you arrive and you can look up through uh, the well, and you can look up and see the sky in the center of town. You've noticed that it's now started to rain, mm. so you can just hear the sounds of rain coming down the well. And everybody, and this, roll is me main, per- this is the main well. Yeah, main well. So everybody, roll me perception again. Oh, hold off a crit. one. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty. <laughs> yeah, once uh, again, I'm just like oh, just I got, thinking about thinking of a new song. That's what I'm doing. 21. 11. Okay, you hear something. <laughs> you start to hear that rhythm and almost music again. Something ever so quietly. And it's coming down one of the sewer tunnels leading further down, which leads to, well... Literally the sewers. So it's Not just very, very faint. It's, is it just? Is it like that? I'm just hearing a humming sound. In yeah, the, kind, of, kind of like a humming. You hear like almost like the churning of gears and like a drum beat. Okay. And you oh, can very faintly hear someone's voice. Can't make it out for shit, but you so can hear something. So it's definitely not How Bizarre. Yeah, no, bizarre. it's not OMC or EMF or whatever. Um, so anyway. 90s references. What are you going to do? I turn to my fellow adventurers and go, So I hear something coming from uh, that away. Does anybody else want to go towards the ominous music that I can only hear? Mm, sounds like we should investigate. Sure. All right. So you guys begin to make your way further and further down. There's less and less light coming from... There's kind of a glowing fungus on the walls. It's not harmful to you, but it's like bioluminescent. There's actually a name to it. And I can't yeah, I can't think, think of it, it either. mostly in the underdark. But. So you're starting to make your way down. There's less and less light available, and you start to hear uh, skittering sounds in the dark. Yeah, like that. You hear something on cobblestone. Hmm. Should we... I guess we should ignore the sounds and just... I'm going to do a perception check to find this skittering sound. All right. You go right ahead. (laughs) 20. All right, so you look around and... You're 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 just listening, and you can you kind of 
hear like uh, chitinous armor, almost like 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 I'm gonna tap in, on my wall here for folks that can't hear it. You just hear it skittering, and it's rhythmic, and it sounds like there's a lot of it. You rolled a twenty-one, you said twenty. Yeah, twenty. So you peer through the darkness, and just underneath the water level, you see a pair of really beady eyes peek up. Roll me knowledge. Maybe uh, you can identify it. Uh, and it's just him seeing this, right? Yeah. Maybe like a history or... No. I'm trying to think of... What's knowledge now? I Maybe forget. insight? Insight is more of what people are thinking. Uh, history, if I've ever seen this type of thing before. Yeah, Yeah. all right. I'll, yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Uh, nope. <laughs> Four. <laughs> you have never seen whatever the hell this is. But you can just see its eyes, just these giant black eyes just kind of looking at you. Well, this thing scares me. And we go, what thing? Uh, I'll point to it. That thing. And I'm going to pull out my crossbow. All right, so you... Ready your crossbow. This thing just keeps kind of staring at you in the darkness. So it hasn't done anything yet. Load it up. All right, you load it up. I'll fire at it. All right, you fire at it. Roll it. (laughs) Five. Your shot bounces harmlessly in the water in front of it. This thing, you see it start to move a little bit kind of forward towards you. And you look in the darkness, you can see two more sets of eyes pop up behind it. Hey, guys, let's get ready. Um, And you hear just the water start to splash as the water starts to kind of flow around these things as it's starting to come up from shallower and shallower water. How far away? These things are probably about 15, 20 feet from me. You can definitely see them now. I'm going to switch to uh, my mason shield. All right, you do as such. You ready up. And everybody roll initiative. I'm just going to roll for the creatures first. They got 16. 12. Okay. All right, so <laughs> you guys go first. I'm probably going first. I got a 9. You got yeah. a 9? So, yeah, so me, you... You got a 6? I have a 12. 12. So it's me, Dave, Alex, and then Mike with his beasties. Yep. All right. Uh, they're in water, so that's not good to use flame. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Well, it's like the, it's like I, the only spell I have that I does wish, damage. I wish I, I, I could have gone first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I could just walk up to one and smack it. Alright, I'm going to walk up to the closest one. Okay. And smack it with my mace. Alright, so you... A little boop on the head. Yeah. Alright, so you crank this thing. Alright, I hit it. to, anyway. Alright. <laughs> 19. You hit this thing, great crack on its hard armor. It's got the smell of, like, salt water and brine. It smells really, really fishy. Alright, you want damage? I'm yep. Assuming? So that'll be three damage. All right, so you crank this thing. Your mace definitely connected with it, but it hasn't gotten through the armor. So this thing looks up at you, almost tilts its head as if to say, yeah? Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, go next. Dave. Shit. 
chores. Oh, I guess I'll use my rapier. I have a rapist wit. I mean, rapier wit. Rapier. Is it eight? Yeah. Hey, he is the, the sexaholic, and he's got something to poke people with, so it's pretty good. What did you roll for your to hit? Uh, yeah, you have to roll your 20 to yeah, hit. Yeah, roll your oh, d20. Sorry. That's okay. Then add the first number beside the Seven. attack. You miss. So you take your rapier, you try and stab this thing in the face. It deflects harmlessly off its facial armor. And now we bring it to Drago, or Dargo. Here we go. I use Frostbite. Okay. Because it uh, automatically can do up to 60 feet away from me. All right. Yeah. So this thing's going to... That's a cantrip, right? Yep. This thing's going to try and defend. Oh, yes. You have to roll a DC save. Yeah. Which I fail totally. All right. So you get to do your damage on it. So, yeah, it's 1d6. Six. Oh, so, all right, so you do six points of damage. You of did three. Cold. Yeah, it's cold damage from him. All so right, so it, has, uh, it manages. You manage to do double damage to it. Oh, wow. What happens is your frost hits it, and you start to notice the armor on its face starts to crystallize, and part of it shatters away, exposing this soft, kind of meaty underbelly. Does it do any? Like I was just. Assuming, it screeches like. <laughs> is it freezing the water around it? <coughs> no. No, just dead. Yeah, it just hit the creature right in the face. It's starting to skitter back. uh, It's like, now freeze. Simon (laughs) says freeze. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I'm bringing up that movie. I'm I'm really sorry. No, that's just my... my, uh, That's an action I don't even have to... So the first creature is going to attack Absalom. Oh, it's still an action. It's still an action. Oh, it's just... I can use it whenever I want. You can use it every turn. So I'm rolling a giant D20 I got from DungeonCrate.com. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. It totally misses as these giant pincers just swipe past your face. You can feel the wind on them, and once again, you get this this disgusting seafood smell. It's going to take a shot. The second one's going to take a shot at Ikim. Er, Ikuns. Ikuns. (laughs) It totally whiffs. And the last one is not close enough to take a shot at Dargo. Top of the initiative round. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm going. So the one that's uh, all soft and squishy now is still alive. Yeah, it's right? still alive, but it's 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 hurt bad. All right, let's soft and squishy his face even more. All right, or or not. <laughs> what did you roll? Seven. You miss. Yeah. So you take a swing at this thing. It takes its pincers knock away your mace at the last second, and you do fail to do any damage whatsoever. All righty, Ikunis, here go. Alright. Uh, 15 plus 1, 16. You hit. Roll damage. 1d8. Uh, 6. You stab this thing right in the face. You feel it pierce through armor and bone, and eventually it hits something really squishy, and it stops moving. The other... I think I got one. (laughs) The other creatures start to back off a little bit. You just... However, you get sprayed with this foul-smelling blood and just whatever was inside of its lungs, you're just covered in goop. Next, we go Guys, to Dargo. slimed. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, do we know how many creatures are there? There are two left for sure. Two left for sure? All right. I frostbite again. All right. Let's see if uh, one 
Well, you can only attack one. Mm-hmm. 19! It makes its saving throw. Damn. So you fire out your frost, this thing, it's it flash freezes it, and then it just stops. It's mad now. Oh, angered it. So this thing, it, it starts to tighten up its legs and takes a leap at you. Does a 15 hit you? What's your armor class? 14. All right, it hits you. It is going to deal D6 damage. Ruh roll. <laughs> it hits you for one point of damage. Okay. Basically, these giant pincers grab a hold of your arm. Not enough to fully close on it, but you are nicely bruised. It's a... Ow. It's a big owie. Yeah, exactly. Ow, you bruised me. Got it. All right. The other creature's going to try and attack Absalom, because he's the closest. And completely whiffs again. The other creature starts uh, to kind of back off into the darkness. The one that leaped at uh, Dargo is literally still right in, in his face, so all of you can easily hit it. So I guess yeah. I'll, oh, it's your so, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, right. it's your go. Uh, I'm going to, um, with the holy symbol, basically. I'm going to... Are you allowing my holy shield to be, like, my symbol as well, or...? Because mm. like, that's going to be kind of awkward. It would me. give you a plus one to your armor class, I guess. Well, the shield already gives me, like, okay. a plus, but... Are you going to try and bash spell, it or something? No, cast spell. Okay, sure. All right, so uh, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Okay. On the one that's pe- on the one that's out. Okay. Uh, you need to make me a Dex saving throw. Please. All right. Does an eighteen make it? Damn. So you <laughs> you fire out this flaming strike. The uh, armored creature kind of skitters off to one side as your flame bounces, or not really bounces, kind of absorbs into the water, hissing up a giant puff of steam. The other creature that was um, that leaped at Dargo started to gather its itself together and starting to back off towards the other creature. It's uh, I guess it's uh, now Ikinus's go. Ikuns. Ikuns. I keep forgetting that. Ikuns. You're thinking Mila I I wrote this down. (laughs) Five. It completely misses. You try and stab it in the face. Your rapier just kind of bounces harmlessly off its facial armor. And Dargo, your go. All right, I... I was going to say, there's one popping right at my face, right? Yeah. All right, so I uh, grab... Grab my my uh, bear dick. <laughs> okay, the <laughs> bear fucker. The yeah. bear fucker. <clears throat> I grab my quarter staff made out of bear dick and go to thwack him. All right, roll it. Alrighty, twenty sided dice. Twenty sided dice. Yeah. I'm switching my d twenty because 18. my how much? Eighteen. It hits it. And then it's a d eight. My stupid D20's not working. <laughs> Three. All right, you crack this thing in the face. It starts oozing like this thickish, blackish fluid com- coming out of its face. You've definitely wounded it. You've definitely pissed it off. It's going to try attacking you because you just whacked it with your bear cock. 
<laughs> Hi, honey. How are you? Guessing a ten misses. I have to hit fourteen. So. Yeah. Using a bear cock as a quarter staff. The other one is going to try and attack. <laughs> it's actually going to try and make a dash towards Absalon. Hasn't made a move towards you because you're far back. And it rolled a two. <laughs> it's going nowhere. In fact, it actually skitters in front of you and loses balance. I'll you die. now have advantage on that particular one. Let me get that die back. Sweet. All right. So All right. now, only advantage basically means you roll two 20-sided die. You take the highest roll. I better hit this time. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to mace this uh, this guy for a 13. Thir- for a 13, that hits it. Perfect. Perfect. Smash for five damage. You crank it, and you did what? Three damage to it? Yep. All right, so you crank this thing in the face. You hit it. Once again, the facial armor explodes, exposing this meaty kind of um, underbelly to it. Once again, just this foul scent, uh, stench of, like, seawater, and it's just this fluid is just sprayed all over you. <laughs> it's like someone left seafood rotting in the sun for a week. It's disgusting. But it looks hurt. You see the Gross. other the other creature start to skitter off into the darkness. So should we investigate what the hell this is? No, thing this one's was? still alive. Or... It's still alive, yeah. Oh, we still have it's to kill hurt. it? Smite <laughs> Smite the damn demon thing. Whatever right. it is. Who wants to kill it? You. Yeah, it's oh. your go. Alright. With your rapier. Uh, nine, ten. You just hit it. Alright. So you stab this thing right in the face. Again, because that's where it seems to be most uh, most vulnerable right now. And six damage, I'm pretty sure I killed it. Yeah, you annihilate <laughs> this thing. Once again, just bone and muscle and flesh. We Your arm it up plunges you, right into its <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah, we did. Touching the squishy innards of this thing. Once again, Yuck. slime. <laughs> Basically, we, we crack the nut open and he just stabs it. Yeah. Congratulations, you have killed two giant crabs. <coughs> Yay. Cool. Yay. Yeah. Skyrim yeah. level yeah. enemies. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, these things are just, you're covered in yawful, but they're dead. The other one is nowhere to be seen. Well, we're traipsing in shit, so I mean, we're covered already in... Yeah, you're now. covered in <laughs> disgustingness. Your, your armor sucks now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor bear fur. No, no, it, people might be afraid to come near me, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not... You're not gonna walking up to Lord Kilsh after this going, Hey, buddy! Uh, what's gonna, up? I was gonna say, Marty might have some cleaning to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, all the scrubbing in the world ain't gonna get fucking poo water out of fucking chain mail. Well, for me, it's just... It's just hide. Yeah, it's true. You, you don't think that's going to get soaked in? Yeah. Good luck. I'll have to dip it in wine. Uh, I'll let you roll a saving throw to see if you can fix it, but uh, it's pretty much ruined. Oh, well, I got a few more. Don't worry. So, you guys proceed... De- I'm presuming you're going to keep keep, keep yeah. going deeper? Keep going deeper. The music and the rhythmic sounds keep getting louder. Yeah. Everybody roll me perception again. I'm very imperceptive right now. You're like, man, that's a <laughs> lot of shit. 22. 22? Oh, 17. Yeah. All right, you two in the darkness see um, 
a couple of humans just kind of hanging out by what looks like to be some kind of an ornate golden door in the bottom. Is there of a the torch sur- or something there? So it's yeah, light? you can see the torches above the door. And these guys are just sitting there shooting the shit. We're gonna see if they notice you. They do not. Actually, I'll roll for the other guy. <laughs> yeah, they're basically uh, telling each other basically all all sorts of jokes and whatnot. So they have paid you no mind. So you can see these guys in the darkness. If you you rolled twenty two, you said yeah. You can kind of hear what and how how are they clothed? Sorry, what are they wearing? Uh, you see them. They're dressed in like leather armor. They're they're basically they look like your typical hired goons. Okay, so they they don't look necessarily like what we would expect a thieves guild to, to look like because they're sort of out in the open. Or maybe they're just hired goons. Hired by the goons to the door. Yeah. So you um, you uh, see these two humans. Like I said, they're just kind of joking and screwing around. They pay you guys no money because they haven't seen you yet. You can see them clear as day. How though. far away are we? You're probably about thirty feet away. The sound of the water rushing downhill. As you go down into the into the sewers and the aqueducts, it's covering the sound of you of you moving around, and plus the fact it's so dark they can't see beyond the torchlight. Hmm. Well, I didn't bring my skies kit or my harp with me into the sewer, obviously. <clears throat> I want to check something. Why don't you just take so. your top off and walk towards them? I'm not still that a- slutty. Come on. <laughs> He's also still I could definitely playing. walk towards them, and but they would kind of think I was weird at first, but then just... And especially they would think it's weird, like, why the hell are you in a sewer to begin with? <clears throat> I was just but, trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I could definitely walk towards them and try to, like, charm sure. them, get some... Or I could scare them. You you could try. You could wait, 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 wait. Does anybody intimidation ha- is one of my skills? If I need to, does anybody have a skill that would allow us to, like snuff out a torch? Yes, I think you could shoot at it. And uh, actually, I, could, I can make them change color, like something that would distract them. I can flicker, brighten, dim, or change color of flames for a minute. Wait, I have an idea. You do that. And then I will use my intimidation to make like a horrifying noise that w- coming from somewhere. Thaumaturgy. <clears throat> didn't you take it? I don't know. I didn't. I think actually... you did. Yeah, we both have, and that's do what the we can spells. do. <laughs> I thought you... it's a cantrip. I thought you took uh, thaumaturgy as a cantrip. We forgot to. I forgot to do that part before the show. <clears throat> anyway, next time. <laughs> next time on Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> they're still charging up. Uh, all right, so I believe you took it. So it's um, you can create an instantaneous sound that originates from a point of your choice within thirty feet. There you go. So you can make the flames flicker a weird color or put them out entirely. I can make like a weird noise. I can make the flames a horrifying, brighten. intimidating noise coming from somewhere. <clears throat> And then they'll get freaked out and hopefully leave. <clears throat> Make so. them. Um, oh, what color should I change that? Like red, bright purple. Oh, and it's I because flames, I know Dave. <laughs> I know the infernal tongue. I Maybe can like a, I can make it sound like the sound of Satan's voice with like a bright purple coming. Something odd <laughs> that would be not, like, not normal lighting. All right. <clears throat> 
All right, go ahead. You ready, Dave? So what am I rolling for? Nothing. Well, Nothing. not yet. Oh, so I'm just... Mike will tell you when it? he's ready for you to roll, oh. if, if you even All need right, it. All right, so <laughs> roll me your spell. It's auto. It just happens? Yeah, this one's an auto. Okay, so what <laughs> color are you going to change the flames? Uh, bright purple. Okay, so the flame above the door turns bright purple. You cast Thermogy, and what are you going to say and do? Uh, I'm using my intimidation and my infernal tongue to make like pretty much make them shit themselves yeah (laughs) (laughs) make like a noise that kind of goes through the hallway and sounds like the depths of hell so basically like Ben Nobi creating the Kayak Dragon okay the original uh, version of the Crate Dragon not the shitty version from the Blu-ray I think so yeah roll intimidation Twelve plus six is eighteen. 18 yep. Yeah. We'll see if they resist. One guy fails for sure. The other guy shits his pants. <laughs> They're like, "What the hell is that?" They start banging on the door. They're like, "Let us in! Let us in! Let us in! Let us in! God damn it! Let us in!" <laughs> so yeah, uh, after a couple of seconds, booming Satan's voice. These guys open the door, don't even bother to lock it behind them, and they run just into this golden door and, and, and this, like, passageway. Right. I'll let the flames okay. go back to normal. So, Alright, so eventually the flames return back to the flickering orange and reds. And the noise stops. And the, and the noise stops <laughs> echoing throughout the sewer. And then we want to kind of stealthily follow them in through the door. Alright, everybody roll me sneak or stealth if you have it. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not stealthy at all. I'm not that kind of thief. All right, roll it. I actually have disadvantage on my stealth rolls. Okay. Ooh, eight for me. Actually, i got to recheck that because I might actually not now, but I'll roll it anyway. <laughs> all right, got to check now. <laughs> Just because... Natural 20 and a 1. That's exactly what I rolled. Oh, my God. So now I actually have to check if... That actually gives All me... Alright, so right, well, six, he's doing that, Dargo. I got a 16. Alright, so you manage to slip relatively quietly as you dip out of the water, and you get it back onto dry land, so to speak, up onto the sewer, um, I guess, flooring, Shit. and you sneak into the door. Yeah, you took a one, didn't you? I take the one. You uh, <laughs> make a splish splash as your shield starts thrashing around the water. You're not too much more stealthy behind him. You're like, shut up, man. Fuck. <laughs> so you start splashing around. You reach the uh, the door. You go inside. You just see this long hallway. It's lit by torches. You don't see any signs of the other two guards, though. I lost the die. Keep going. All right. So what are you going to do? So we're just in this long hallway. hallway. It's probably about 60, 70 feet. It's dark, like there's torches, but you can't see the end of the hallway. We don't see any people, right? You don't see any people. You can hear people, but n- nothing that sounds like you've raised an alarm or anything. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm the stealthiest one right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna cling to the wall away from the torches, since I can still see in the dark. Okay. And make my way to the end, and, and sort of. How do you cling to the wall? Show me. Oh, show. I I sort of. I like press down. yourself against it? Yeah, I press myself against it. I duck down a little bit, but I'm already like pretty small. Four feet tall at, at the most, right? I'm like, and also, if you only move half your speed, you don't have to reroll your stealth. So. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm not quite like tiptoeing. I'm just 
really slow taking your time. Yeah. time making yeah. sure I don't make any noise, and I just sort of I I turn to the others, give them a signal saying basically follow me. Okay. Ching so, ching ching right. ching ching. <laughs> As I give you, you the evil eye, like, stop it. <laughs> you rolled a sixteen, you said. Yeah. You hear someone say, "Where the hell are they going so fast?" You continue okay. down the hallway. You continue down. Um, roll your stealth rolls again. Because what that guy got a 17. The other guy got a 4. 19. Okay. 11. All right. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> because of the way your armor is laid out and riveted. Well, you're trying, to, you're trying to speak wearing scale armor. Scale mail. <laughs> so you're like With clang, clang, clang. With the mace, and you got this heavy, like, metal mask. Yep. So yep. you hear someone go, Do you guys hear that? What the hell is that? So where the... He's like, you know what? I'm going to go check the stairs. Hold on a minute. And you see what looks to be um, a dwarf come marching up the stairs. He's got the big, long red beard. He's got a bald head, though. He's carrying what looks to be like a short hand axe. He's like, do they not know how much I hate fucking stairs? And he's looking around. Hmm. He's looking around. He gets to the top of the stairs. He doesn't see you. He doesn't see you. He looks right at you. <coughs> Who's the you? He looks at Absalon. And he's like, Who the hell are you? I am just your local clergy. Uh, looking for donations for, for the Charisma. children. Charisma. Uh, no, that, well, that's going to be um, persuasion. No, there's deception. deception. All right, deception. Just to let everyone know, I have a minus three deception. Yep, so. yeah, charisma five. <laughs> Please don't beat me up. And again, I'm trying to hold my laughter. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. So minus three. No, I already did the minus three. Okay, I rolled 14. a seventeen. We'll see if he believes you. Comes <laughs> down to this. He's like, oh, um, well, I guess what the boss was expecting you. Um. Yeah. All right. Come on in. <laughs> Never thought that would. Yeah, the dwarf kind of tu- the dwarf turns around. And is like, but man, whoever built your armor is like an asshole. Because I heard you coming all the way down the hall. I. Uh, we need people to know that I'm coming so that they can help donate. Good. You're like an ice cream or Dicky D guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking it's just like like the guys in the little bicycles with the ice cream, right? Yeah. Just ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. But he uh, kind of looks at you. He's like, before you come in, though, um, I'm going to ask you to hose off in the fountain down here. Sure. Because, boy, I can smell you from here. Certainly. All right, so. Go hose off. All right, so you come down. You see this. You come into this huge underground room. It's. It looks very much like Lord Kilsha's throne room. It's very... It's covered in rich rugs. You can see people just kind of hanging around. People who look like they shouldn't belong here. But there's this giant naked woman statue pouring water into a fountain. And it's just continually running. So you stand under the water. You uh, get most of the poo shit off you. (laughs) You're still going to need a pretty bad shower later and scrub your armor. But for right now, you smell... Well... A little bit better, at least. A little bit better for now. <laughs> and uh, that is where we're going to leave off for this hour. Mm. As you've infiltrated what appears to be an underground layer of some sort. 
Uh, what's going to happen to these guys? Well, two of them smell like poo gas, mm-hmm. and one of them does not. <laughs> and they, the ugly one smells fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they've defeated the most deadly creatures ever. Crabs. <laughs> anyway, for... Oh. Terrible Warriors. I have been Mike the Birdman Dodd, joined with... David Double D. Dennis. AJ the St. Bernard. (laughs) Alex the Bear Fucker without crabs. Alright. I'll catch you you guys again next time, right here on TerribleWarriors.com. Stay tuned for our exclusive debrief, only on Patreon. The Cambridge Chronicles is a Terrible Warrior ongoing adventure. The Chronicles are entirely funded by supporters from Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. If you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, the Terrible Warriors continue to release new episodes in their rotating catalog of one-shot campaigns every Tuesday and Thursday. You can find out more at terriblewarriors.com. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. Technical production by Alex Ricci. Music written and recorded by Ori Falkner. Artwork by Hess Bell. For now, the books are closed, the dice are packed away, and the chips are stuck to the floor. Join us next time, brave adventurer, for the next chapter in the Cambridge Chronicles. 